You know what time it is. 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 It's time to drive home with Stu. How do you do? Don't have the flu. Not a ghost to say boo, but a cow to say moo. How do you do? You know, rhyming, I'm actually going to do in school a rap battle class club every Wednesday. And it's, uh, it's interesting, but the, the key to freestyling, which is funny, I could do it better with a song. I can actually do it if I'm, if I'm spitting bars. But the thing about freestyle is if you, if you, can, if you can come up with a very basic a very basic rhyme scheme. I mean simple. You know, like hop on pop kind of stuff. Very, very simple. And you then what counts, what, what makes the, the rap sound snazzy is the, um, the words you put in front of it. Why, who's honking? Who's honking? Come on! Honkalicious. So it, so you could have like a simple rhyme scheme like uh, uh, bit, hit, you know, sit, fit, and you could make, as long as you have the rhyme scheme in your head, and think about it quickly of how you're going to run it. So if it is, you know, thin and bin and slim, then you have to get it all in your head, down pat, the five or six, I mean, it depends on how long your rap battle is, but you could put five, six, seven, eight words in a rhyme scheme, and then you just put something in front of it that sounds really hype. And then suddenly you've got a good rap, even though you are uh, lame. No, even though you're using basic, simple words. Like, um, like I said, like at, cat, bat, rat, hat. You know, you just, you just put it in some context with some snazzy things to say around it. And you're talking turkey. So now I got out of work a little early today, so and I but I had to go pick up my check, which is about 10 minutes from the job. So this should be why is this bus not going? Because he was waiting for that knucklehead. I don't you know what that guy deserves both the bus driver is very nice and that guy had a rough. He was trying to pull out of a driveway with uh what's it called? Um with a coke, a giant coke truck blocking his way, so he couldn't see out. So he had an inch, inch, inch. In fact, if it wasn't for the bus stopping and letting him make the left, he would probably still be standing there. So that was a good thing. I like seeing good things on the road. I like seeing people who take care of themselves, I mean, of others, and respect others, and have a, a good attitude on the road. You know, they shouldn't be like me, who's like, oh, will you look at this guy? Gee, oh, it's not a guy. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I just thought it was a guy with long hair. But, uh, you know, you'd be surprised how many how many few people know how to drive. Ooh, I don't think I'm going to take this left. There is a line of traffic. We're going to skip it. We're going to skip it. Head up to the, to the next light and trip it. If I had a coin, you know, I'd flip it. And if this was, if I had some, ooh, and if I had some whipped cream, you know I would whip it. Yeah, or if I had some nitrous oxide. <laughs> Wipe out. No, thank you. Don't want any laugh. I don't even want la laughing gas at the laughing gas. If you're from New York, it's laughing gas. You see, he had some laughing gas. 
So I don't even want to take laughing gas. Pops so many brain cells, and uh, you know, I'd prefer Novocaine or being knocked out. The dentist is my least favorite. They could sue me all they want, but I'm calling out Aspen Dental. That place sucks, monkey butt, and elephant butt, and hippopotamus tush. That place sucked, man. We, I went there, first of all, they killed me with the examination. And that was the most important thing. That is what they had in the forefront of their agenda, was putting me in discomfort and then in and, and a, and a preliminary ex, uh, examination, and then telling me what I need done, and telling me how many hundreds and hundreds of dollars it was gonna cost. Might have even hit over a grand. You got to get the deep clean because you've got plaque. You got to get rid of the plaque. And it's, look at this melon. What are you doing, my man? What you doing? You can't go that way. You can't go left when you're driving straight. That's one of the first things they teach when you take your permit test. So now, of course, I lost my thought. I lost my train of thought because of this schmeckle in front of me. Schmeckle! So, the rap battle. Oh. Oh, what the heck was I carrying on about? Oh, dear Lord of mercy. I've lost my train of thought. Well, let's pick a new topic and it'll probably come back to me. It's on the tip of my brain, the very tip of my brain. I hope you weren't enjoying what I was just talking about because I probably won't remember for another few minutes. So, I'm going to do this rap battle thing. Um, I have been good at doing that myself I had a little uh, I kicked I spit a few bars in my last school in the talent show I kicked it to the left to the right up down and never up tight and uh, and I decided you know what it would be fun to do that in school I'll teach the kids how to rhyme and I'm gonna teach them the same basic way pick up a simple rhyme scheme and then let's put words in front of it you know um, Come on down and have a sit. And if you got some coin, I hope it's bit. And if you need a hobby, well, you can knit. Because when I get going, I just won't quit. See what I'm saying? So it's the fancy words in front that make it sound so good. And meanwhile, hit and bit and and quilt are, are, are all very basic, simple rhymes and a basic, simple rhyme scheme. So there we go with that. Uh, what else is new and exciting? That poor, that poor people in Bermuda, they got hammered by that hurricane. That was awesome. The thing just stood above them and just rotated and caused damage for like two days straight. It was brutal. Brutal. I feel so... I would not know like what to do. I would not know what to do if my house was leveled if, if it, or if it filled with water in a flood. I, I just would have no idea what to do with myself. I mean, that's horrible. You know, and yeah, we all have insurance. I mean, hopefully if you own a home, you have insurance. If not, there's something wrong with you. So you own uh, insurance and they'll pay for it if they're not fighting you on it. But usually they call like natural disasters act of God as if, you know, God's like, I don't like this island anymore. It used to be so cheap. Now the pina coladas are 11.50. Level. No, that's not how it works. I don't understand why it's an act of God. A tree fell on my house. Well, it's an act of God. And then they don't pay you when it's an act of God. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, because sometimes I am wrong. Rarely. No, I'm just kidding. I could be wrong, but I think if it's an act of God, they could use that as an excuse. But that wouldn't make any sense, because floods are, ca are covered by insurance, and 
you know, damage like a tree falling on your house. I'm pretty sure all that is covered. But then there's this whole act of God thing. And I just found that whole that, that expression or meaning or terminology to be very stupid. Because that just means that, you know, God was what? Pissed off one day and made a tree branch fall through your roof? I don't think God works that way. I don't think God works that way. And I don't want to get on my religion tip because that's not very funny and this is supposed to be a funny podcast uh improv and making it all up forgetting sentences halfway you know the good stuff but i gotta tell you man everyone's relationship with god the lord uh allah hashem uh, jesus uh, vishnu whoever you're praying to you know i believe that that is your personal relationship with god or the holy deity that whoever you worship and I think that it's more important to have an individual relationship with God in your own terms in your own way uh, with nobody telling you how to do it nobody's saying you're not doing enough nobody's saying you have to do this oh well you have to do this but meanwhile why are religions interpreting the Bible and interpreting the religion to satisfy themselves and insist that people have to do these random things like cross yourself when you go past a a church and I know that's just like a a habit that is formed over the years and it's not I'm sure it's not really doctrine although I could be wrong I'm not Catholic but that's my that's my point we all follow these doctrines you know when we when I grew up in a Jewish home uh, you know my father became religious over the years and he his doctrine was was way beyond anything we were used to or wanted to do or anything like that. It was it was it was heavy, man. It was religious. And it was all these things and he would constantly add new things to his repertoire as he got more religious. And then he would you know, he would say, "No, no, no, no. This is nothing new. I've never done I I I've, I've always done this." And meanwhile, I you're like, "Dad, I was here last Rosh Hashanah and you did not do this." But he would never accept. I found it like we were we were, we were teasing him and giving him a hard time, which we were because it was ridiculous. But he listened to every single thing the rabbi said, everything that he felt the Bible said, everything, everything that other people said. And, you know, not everybody is a leader. Leaders are, you know, they're on the board, the leaderboard. No, some leaders, uh, some people are leaders and they can stand up and, you know, for all intents and purposes, lead. <laughs> And then there are followers, but I don't really think they have to be like blind followers. And that's what my biggest problem is. Like Trump and all his minions are blind followers. They believe everything he says. They believe everything they're told. They believe everything that their version of news gives and cannot discern from the truth. And, and, and that's kind of how I feel about religion. We got a lot of blind faith. We got a lot of people that are just going into it not taking things into consideration like other people uh, that have different opinions, that live different lifestyles. And, you know, everyone insists, well, the Bible says this, and the Bible says that. Oh, Ecclesiastics says this, and Leviticus says that, and Deuteronomy says, dude. So I, I, I get it, but I don't get it. Because you should just have a personal relationship with the Lord if you so choose, if you're agnostic or... Well, agnostic, I think you're unsure, but if you're... Um, what's it called? If you're atheist, you know, that, that, all that's totally cool because that's a relationship with God, deciding that you don't ha- want to have one. <laughs> and to me, that makes a lot of sense. 
you know, I got my things, I got my foibles, I got my, you know, whatever, whatever, and I wouldn't want, I don't, I don't want anyone to tell me, oh, no, no, that's not right, you don't do it that way, oh, that's not right, the Lord says this, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to interpret it the way I see it, I'm going to decide the way it goes, nobody else, and to me, that's the way it should be, you know, a religion of no religion, or at least organized religion. But even so, if you have some relationship with God or the Lord or whomever, 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 and you want to have it in your own way, develop in your own way, and practice in your own way, and worship in your own way, I really think that's the way it should go. You know, I, I think, and, I, and that's what I don't like with, I've never liked when I grew up with uh, Orthodox Jews growing up, besides the fact that I had blonde hair and an earring and I didn't look like any of them, because I'm Irish as can be, Lottie. Irish, 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 you have to go up a little higher, if you go like Irish, you sound a little too Scottish, you do, my wife is watching Outlander, and I hear it in the background, I, I say I, all right, let's go, people, oh, there was a cop, there was a cop, you were smart, there was a cop, you funny fart, that person just saved me from a ticket, so I'm going to take back all the terrible things I said about them. So, yeah, that's it. You know, organized religion is just, you know, and it gives so many people solace. And I'm not like this and that. I just don't, I just don't get it. I think that's not something that should be left to interpretation except of your own. You know, I was going way too fast. Oh, what's with all the cops out? There's never any cops out in the city. Just past the school going too fast. But they didn't have this, they didn't have flashing lights and they didn't have any buses running around or a line of pickup. It's already way past that. But still, you know, you got to go like 30. This is a 25 mile an hour road. You got to go like 30, 35. You're pushing it. Uh, you got to be careful. There's so many of these busy roads. I live on an incredibly busy road where people drive 45. And, you know, when I go walking with my wife ever, I walk on the outside by the street. You know, let me get hit, not her. Besides the fact that I love her. Uh, it's just the principle of the thing. It's like, you know, I'm making us walk on this road. I might as well get clocked first. But this road, too, this is a double line, um, you know, a residential street, but yet fast as all get up. And here we got a bunch of dudes working on a new house. That house is new, and they're building it. So what, what, what have we learned today? Organized religion can be very poopy. And we're going to make a religion of people who believe in being individuals. It's going to be called the individualistic religion. Nah, that's stupid. It'll be called individuals only. It'll be a big club. No, I don't know. Individual thoughts, maybe? Individual, individual and intellectual thought? The church of the individual and intellectual thought? <laughs> well, what do you worship in that church? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We don't want to worship anything. The only thing I... Oh, look at that. There was a little boy with his, like, I don't know, teenager with his arm around his girlfriend. And then the one other dude standing there without a girlfriend. The best friend who tags along with the girlfriend and the guy until she finally says, I'm a little sick of your friend. Get him out of here. And then the boyfriend's like, oh, I can't diss my boy. And she's like, yeah, then you're never going to kiss me again. And that would be it for the friend. So that's usually how it works.
and they were young, so it was kissing. None of that, none of that other raunchy stuff. No, no, not until you're old and gray and married. <laughs> That's what I always told my kids, and now they're both married. Sorry. Oh, that was my spot. That was my spot. She took my spot. So, yeah, they didn't treat me very well growing up, the Orthodox Jews. And they were always like, well, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And I was like, why don't you kiss my ass? I mean, I do what I do. I do what I do best because I'm willing and able. Ain't no faking your money I'm taking. Going across, quick, going coast to coast, watching all the girlies shaking while you were at the job working nine to five. The Beastie Boys at the Garden Cold kicking it live. Saw them at the Garden. Saw them at the Garden back in the Dizzy with... Uh, Run, D, run, run, D, M, C, C for you, for you, fresh, fresh. Bam, 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 That's not how it goes. The the, the lyrics were were on track. I'm going, buddy. Sorry, but I'm heading out. So, uh, they weren't nice to me back when I was a kid. They weren't nice to me. Uh, they oh wait I, before I forget before I go back to Orthodox Jews not being nice to me and I'm not dissing Orthodox Jews my dad was one he wore a yarmulke and everything I mean a yarmulke and everything <laughs> but and then it was it was it really wasn't fine because he really pushed it on all of us and turned pretty much the entire family away from religion but <laughs> I uh but I'm going to say, in all due respect, because he has passed and rest in peace, that when he took me out into that religious world, it, did, it did just did not... Oh, I should have made that yellow. Damn. It just did not go well. It was always like, why don't you do this? I remember once I walked in and to like a flower... It was, I was in the flower business. I walked into a place where we were selling flowers and the wholesaler was orthodox. So we had a yarmulke on. And he said something. This is your son. And I... I father said yes this is my boy blah 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 and he was being cool my dad was wasn't being a jerk and the guy who looked at me and he was like huh so where's your keeper keeper's hebrew for uh yarmulke. where's your keeper i said oh i'm the red herring of the family which no i said i'm the black sheep the red herrings in a in a mystery i said i'm the black sheep of the family and let me tell you something i wasn't my family is so not religious they're assimilated jews uh, at least on my mother's side, and that's who I grew up more around. But he was like, where's he on? And I said, oh, I'm the black sheep of the family. He said, oh, it's, that's no good. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I just met. Oh, 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 I promised. You know what? I promised I wouldn't swear. <laughs> and I've been trying not to. I was going to say things like shiznit. And I just dropped an F-bomb. So that's from my buddy Angel. He said I should, I should swear a little bit, cuss a little bit. Um, I don't know. Maybe be a little bit more risque in my in my delivery. So I'm, I'll work up to it. I'll work up to it. I, maybe I'll drop an F-bomb a show or something. I don't know. I kind of want to cover all audiences. So that's that. So the guy asked me, you know, where's the Yamaha? I said, I don't have one. Black sheep. He goes, oh, that's no good. That's no good. Where's your father? Blah, 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 blah. So I was like, listen, dude, I didn't say anything. I was way too respectful and too nice of a guy. So I was just like, I'm good. But this video, this uh, podcast should be called, called Nice Guys Finish Last. I am the, I am the most 
I am the nicest guy that you would ever meet. Uh, to, you know, even though I yell at cars when we drive along, my turn, my turn. Stop at that stop sign, Joe Cheese. Uh, I'm the nicest guy, and I just can't help it. You know, the, this school I'm in, the kids are being really cool. They're not taking advantage of me. But in all the other schools I worked, the kids, you know, especially in Harlem, I worked in Harlem for the last eight years, and the kids loved me, but they also found me to be soft. And I was told that. I was told, you're soft, Mrs. Pitts. People feel like they can get away with whatever with you. And I'm like, well, then, you know, you kids are the scourge of the earth. What should I say? No, I get it, but that's just not who I am. And at least they were honest with me. But that's not who I am. You know, they were just like, that, that's unique. And, and even though I told them, you know, I didn't tell them like old stories because they're not appropriate. But I mean, I told them, you know, I grew up, you know, in Brooklyn and I was a little tough guy and I got into trouble a lot and fights and so on and so forth. I used to write graffiti and they just never took that. It's like, oh, maybe this guy can handle himself. Or maybe this guy is nice because he was a jack-off when he was a kid. I don't know. But I, even back when I was a kid and I was getting into trouble, I was always a nice guy. And I was always making jokes. That's why a lot of the heavy-duty punks, guys who would normally just beat the crap out of me, liked me, liked me around because I was funny. I told jokes. I did impersonations. I did... Uh, Kermit the Frog here for Sesame Street News. That's uh, Kermit the Frog. Uh, I'm also for known for... Not the best. It's not that clear. I was saying hello. My name is Donald Duck. But um, I'm trying. I know I'm always trying. I'm always flying and I'm always buying. Chips, that is. So what did we learn today? We learned that my memory is shot and I was in the middle of telling you guys something and I forgot that I wasn't treated very well um, from uh, the Orthodox Jews I encountered growing up. Not that I encountered too many, but... Oh, am I going to let me go? No, you're going to drive like a schmeckle. Woo, I'm pulling out in front of this truck. I don't care. Ha ha, truck. Now I'm pulling in my driveway. I don't care about the guy in the back. Too bad, ass white. All right. So there's two swears for you. My man, my man, my main man. And he knows who he is or who I'm talking to. My main man. Uh, so there we go. I dropped an F-bomb. So that means I have to put uh, explicit contact on it. Eh, maybe I won't. All right, guys. I'm home. I just pulled up. Uh, my wife's not here, so I didn't pull up behind her car. Uh, it's been a, bit a little longer of a podcast today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you tomorrow on my ride home to work.